remember me? I do not. <laughs> we used to be really good friends. I used to love you. And we used to be podcast partners. Remember when we had that podcast? A long time ago. <laughs> it was so fun. A long, it was so fun. I know. We, we used a, to do it every week. We had a good time. And we had so much time to watch documentaries right. and take notes. Yes. And record for three hours. I still have plenty of time. And then take another three hours to edit. Yeah. And then upload it, market it. Do you remember when we used to do that? Remember when we used to go to lunch and talk about it? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Barely. Is that restaurant still in business? It is not. Oh, bless. No. But now there's another restaurant in there. It's a Mexican restaurant. Oh. <laughs> the new Mexican restaurant replaced the old Mexican restaurant. Oh, well, no. I've not been there yet. I'm sure they'll do, they'll do well. They'll be gangbusters. Yeah. Anyway, I'm glad you remember me. I'm glad that you're back. I'm, I'm so, I'm pumped to be here tonight. I'm I don't know how pumped I am about this documentary we're going to talk I've about. I've just but. missed all our friends and them I saying know. nice things about us. They know. They're like out of sight, out of mind. Right? I um, haven't had a compliment in weeks and weeks. Okay, two and months. a half months. Two and a half months. Two and a half months. And probably longer than that because we didn't get tons of feedback on Miss Cleo. Yeah. But House of Hammer, we did get some feedback on. Yeah. I'll tell I mean, you who else we got feedback from. Who? We recently got a review. <laughs> We recently got a review that brought our rating from 5.0 to 4.9. What? <laughs> I can't believe you haven't read it. A bad review? A bad review. <gasps> yeah. Who is it? Well, I don't want to make them famous. Well. I don't want to make them famous. Have they not heard us talk about how if you don't have anything good to say, don't say nothing at all about us? No. Do you know? Let me tell you why they haven't heard that. Because okay. they, they can't get past. This is, uh, um, and I quote, this is the full review. Uh, interesting, but that's the title. Interesting, but ouch! I can't get past the annoying, unnecessary laughter. <laughs> <laughs> how about we don't want you as a listener? How, how about that, friend? Yeah. How yeah. about I'm about to review you? You suck. <laughs> the annoying, unnecessary. That would really laughter. bother me if we. Got any money for this? <laughs> it bothers me in zero percent. I've had worse things said about me. Um, just I thought you were going to say the annoying sound of their voices. <laughs> <laughs> no, girl, the laughter. The laughter. What they want is no laughter. They just want talking. Well, Maybe they think we have angelic voices. You know what? I feel bad for them. If if laughter bothers you. I'm worried about I you. I think it's the unnecessary, annoying laughter. Oh, just unnecessary? <laughs> and annoying. Apparently, our laughter is annoying. Maybe they think that... But it's probably... Like, I just assumed it was my laughter that was annoying because I'm the one that's usually laughing at things that you say. And I have been told many times that I have a real annoying laugh. I'm, really? Mm -hmm, because I'm super loud. Oh, I just, uh, I just assumed it was me and I was just going to take it for both of us. But now that you started laughing too, I realize we're kind of two peas in a it's pod here. It's kind of annoying on my end yeah. too. Yeah. So yeah. sorry, um, Ox23. Sorry. Ox is in like the animal or like the auxiliary? Auxiliary. Oh, okay. A-U-X. A-U-X 23. Well, maybe there's certain parts that they think that we're like pretend laughing. We're really not. We no. really think we're that funny. We, we crack ourselves up. We think we're genuinely that hilarious. And we're astonished that you don't. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> did you read the other hundred reviews? Exactly. They thought it was great. Yes. 
I so. mean, they all thought we were interesting, and we love the annoying, unnecessary laughter. I'd say I'd love to win your listening by laughing less, but I'm just not going to do it. I don't care. I don't care. Yeah, I'll move along. Yeah. But thanks for taking time out of your day to make us feel bad about ourselves. I hope that makes you feel better. I don't know that I've ever left a negative review of someone. Certainly not on iTunes. Not on iTunes. No. Not when people are doing things to try to bring joy to someone's day. Yeah. I'm going to give you a pity regardless. <laughs> if you're you trying. A for effort. If you're trying and you're giving this content for free, heads up. That's, that's awesome. Yes. I, that's exactly right. I think you're great. So anyway, we've missed that. Well, now we're going to need some folks to kind of review it. Yeah, y'all have to bump us back up. I know because it was a point of pride that we were at five point hey, mean, That, that kind of sucks that you would bring down our our yeah. five stars. Yeah, we were pretty proud of that. We're pretty proud of that. Yeah, and had no idea that we had annoying, unnecessary laughter. And P.S. Um, like we don't get a whole lot of positive feedback from our family. Correct. <laughs> this is where we get the majority of it. That's right. So, anyway. Anyway. It's fine. <laughs> can't, you can't win them all. Well, where have you been, Misty? What if, what if, why have we been MIA? Because you have a job. <laughs> <laughs> well, I took on a job. I took on a, a part-time job, and um, mm-hmm. it has become a little bit of a juggernaut. And yeah. um, she's just so and then talented. I also have like I have multiple jobs like I I just I'm a little bit yeah. of an, an entrepreneur I've had my own she business is. for a lot of years and so that takes up a lot of my time mm-hmm. and then I when you're an entrepreneur a lot of times you have to supplement your income and so I did that right with a um, I took a job and um, and it just kind of has morphed into a little bit more than I anticipated but I really really love it and I'm I'm glad it has yeah but um, it's just you know balancing that with Balancing all my money-making activities mm-hmm. <laughs> with my family and my kids and church. And yeah. it just got, it's just something had to give. And so we just. Yeah. And I'm just really good at um, putting things off. There you go. And just so this week I was like, hey, um, let's. Let's record. Let's record. And she said, no, um, I said, oh, I don't know. No, she said, yeah, great. I'll be there on Sunday. And then she said, I'm not going to be there. Uh, like an hour later, she said, I'm not coming. I said, it's not going to, it's not working for me. Yeah. I'm not going to be there yeah. today. Yeah. But at least I'm honest about it. That's true. Some people just you didn't leave make you. it up. No, I don't make it up. Some people just leave you hanging. Yeah. I'll just tell you like, it's just not going to work tonight. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, family's okay. They're doing good. Yeah. I've got my, my oldest one graduated. Mm-hmm. From have we talked to them since then? I don't. Uh, n- I don't know that you said that to them, but we're like we were together and ju- like we did an episode in January. Yeah. So my oldest graduated from UNA and is gotten his first job, and so fantastic. Yeah, it's That's really awesome. exciting, and my my daughter's doing well, and yep. Eli's Eli, so yep. yeah, it's doing good. Eli's still um, murdering um, Woody's. Oh gosh. Um, the other day I had a. Um, picture of a beheaded barbie he found a barbie somewhere beheaded that and had um jesse laid out in this pile of leaves and it reminded me of the cover of the martha moxley murder book (laughs) have you ever seen that where it's like murder in the whatever but it's like you gotta keep an eye on that well because they found her in like a big pile of leaves and so i took a picture of it and i sent it to philip and i said it is not looking good for us so (laughs) has eli been watching Netflix that you know of I mean you know he's got his own TV 
Yes. He does what he pleases. Okay. I can't keep up with him. So just so everybody knows about Eli, you want to tell them about Eli and why why he likes to murder Woody's? Um, he just, he loves to deconstruct things yeah. and, you know, freeze them. Sure. And then dethaw them. And so yeah. he used to just take them apart. And I thought, oh, well, isn't he smart with, like, his little mechanics? And mm-hmm. then he started putting them into bags of water and mm-hmm. freezing them and then dethaws them. And so now I don't know if he's going to have a, a career in crying and cryogenics. He's your, very, he's your very own little Jeffrey yeah, Dahmer. Yeah, or Dahmer. <laughs> Who knows? We'll see. He's freaking we'll cute. Hey, how about I'm nice to him? Oh, that? you need to be very and nice And how about to you him. need to be nice to I am, him, too. I am nice to Eli. I hope, I, you, I hope you are. I always make it a point to say hey and, and, and to mm-hmm. say his name and so that he will know That's me right. and and never be um, shocked that I'm around. He's a man of few words, but yes. he gets his point across. And he's cute as can be. Love him. Um, we're doing all right, too. We're hanging in there. I've got um, Catalina is... Should I have said her name? Did we say? Sometimes we say it. Sometimes we do. Sometimes we don't. She's fine. She's all of sixteen, so she's driving and coming. Does it make you scared? Like, because remember we did the whole yeah, like hover parent and free range parent. Um, are you scared? I'm not scared. I wouldn't say I'm scared because we limit where she can drive. Do you three sixty her? Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, we limit where she can drive, and where we live, everything. Is there's one main thoroughfare and everything is east, I mean, north or south. Right. And so it's easy for her to get everywhere, right? Mm-hmm. So she can just either go down south to a shopping center or she can head up north to the church. Or So it's easy. Like, we don't let her. She's 16, so I'm not letting her on the interstate until she has a little more experience. Right. Um, although she's dying to. Like, she's like. She wants to drive the interstate. Oh, well, she's driven on the interstate with us. Avery you know. did too, and she still loves it. Not, you know, I'm scared of the interstate. So I know, I'm, and I, I'm not. I'm not scared of the interstate. I just want her to have more experience because yeah, it's scary. Yeah, I mean, for a 16 year old, I think it would be. But I was driving interstate and for when a I was 16. 42 year old. Yeah. Well. Yeah. No, I'm not scared of it. Like I, I listen. I've I drove by myself from Atlanta to um, Denver. Oh so, my gosh. And I've driven to Boston, and yeah. so. Me and my sister drove to Boston once. Guess what? If I ever run away, you're going to find me because I'm not going to make it far. <laughs> I'm just not. She'll be over in Jefferson County. <laughs> I'll be in McCullough. <laughs> I mean, that's about as far as I can go. Yes. If you're not from here, that's about 20 minutes that's away. About 20 minutes away. <laughs> I can go 20 minutes either way, and then you get me to Malfunction Junction, I'm done. I'm done. Yeah. I'm, and they've added all those new lanes. Oh, yeah. And those bridges. Mm-hmm. Girl, uh-uh. Yeah, if no, you ever crazy. got scared I was going to leave, I'm not leaving now. Have you ever been to Spaghetti Junction in Atlanta? Just the the name Atlanta makes me want to vomit. Oh, Spaghetti Junction is crazy. Mm-mm. It's kind of um, what we have now mm-hmm. downtown on steroids. I mean, there are so many loops. And if you take the wrong one, forget about it. Avery had to drive through there Sunday to go because JSU was playing Georgia. Mm-hmm. And she had to go through there to go watch JD play baseball. And, girl, I sat in church on my 360 watching the her drive time. the entire time. And at one point, like, I hope she you went, were blessed. I was. Sermon. I was so blessed. Yeah. I don't know what happened. Um, at one point, I saw her go to zero miles an hour for like two minutes straight, and I texted her, and I said, are you alive? What is happening? Are you oh, in she a she stopped in traffic. She was like, we're in traffic, and I was like, okay, I'm not used to seeing zero miles an hour mm-hmm. on an interstate unless you're dead. 
So, yeah, no, no, you're stopped in traffic. Oh, it scares me so bad. Um, so, anyway, so we're, we're surviving. Like, she's she's doing good. She's good. doing great. She's on track to graduate. I just told you a little while ago she's on track to graduate a semester early, so she is dying to get out of here a semester early, and I'm just like, I mean, settle down. Who's not at 16? I wasn't. You weren't ready to leave? Mm. No. I, I mean, I, I stayed at home for an extra year in junior college. My butt was so hot, I got married and left. I <laughs> Not me. I was like, oh, you're going to keep paying for everything? Okay. Oh, yay. I like it here. <laughs> and I'll be like in 13th grade in junior college where right. I have independence and you get to pay for everything. I'm yeah. staying. Yeah. And I got along with my parents. We weren't, I mean, they yeah. didn't have, you know, a thumb on yeah. me. So, um, but anyway, but I'm glad to be here and I'm glad to kind of, I want to get back in a routine. And that's our plan. That's our get plan. Back in a routine. Yeah. And we've tried this before, but. We're just trying to balance a new way of living here. Yeah. That's all. We're going to try it a different way to yeah. try to be more consistent. Yeah. So. Maybe not Maybe not every week. Maybe every other week. I don't know. Maybe we'll try to put some things in the... But get on a schedule. Yeah, get on a schedule. Yeah. Because we get a lot of really good... Have you seen the new Murdaugh? I haven't seen it. No. Oh. Can I tell you, I have seen so many headlines about this dang murder. And I have absolutely no idea the Girl, premise. murders. I know. Like... The dad's on trial right now, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did he murder his family? Well, you you just have to watch. Okay. Is it like is it out now? It's is, multi generational. Okay. Yeah. Okay, I'll watch it because I I've just I haven't taken the time to read anything about it. The new Netflix it. one is on. I've watched some of the 2020. I watched, and there's also like a there's like podcasts and stuff about. Yeah, it. there's like some podcast podcasts series. and stuff. Yeah. Um. So it's it's. I haven't watched the Netflix one yet, but I'm hoping that we do that one soon. Okay. Because it's right. going to be really good. Okay. Yeah. Well, today we're doing Pamela. Pamela, a, a love, love story. story. Yeah. Pam Anderson. Yeah. Pam Anderson. So, did you ever used to watch Baywatch? Okay. So, I never watched Baywatch, but, like, I got, I knew the reference of it from, like, watching Friends because they would watch Baywatch all the time, you know? Okay. But I never, like, sat down and watched Baywatch. But I knew what it was. So I remember when Baywatch came out. Like, it started out on network television. Right. And then it then they um, syndicated it. So it was, like, all over the world. Mm-hmm. Um, like, they canceled it on the channel that it was on. And then they syndicated it. And so it became, like, the most popular show in the whole world. But I remember it was a big deal because David Hasselhoff was on it. Knight Rider. Knight Rider. Yeah, my parents used to watch I, Knight I Rider even believe all that, the time. I cannot even believe that I even think about this. Upstairs in my office, and I need to find this and post it. Upstairs in my office, there's an 8x10 glossy of David Hasselhoff that says, To Amaryllis, with love, David Hasselhoff. Stop. When I was a kid. The Hoff? The Hoff. When I was a kid oh. and Knight Rider was at its peak, David Hasselhoff came to a mall in Atlanta. Now, I didn't get to go see David Hasselhoff, but my cousins went to see David Hasselhoff, and they brought me back an 8 oh. by 10 <laughs> They brought me back an 8 by Did 10 Did he have the car and everything, like kit? I don't know. I don't oh. know. But, I, ha- you know, if you've ever been to Universal Studios in California. I have never. They, um, well, I have. And uh, <laughs> Some of us haven't been out of the well, South. Uh, uh, they, may have, they may have one at Universal in Orlando, but I doubt it. I know that in Universal in California and Los Angeles, Mm -hmm. they have like a Knight Rider car. Oh, cool. And so like you could go in and sit in it and stuff. But anyway, David Hasselhoff, it was a big deal because David Hasselhoff had a new show and it was not Knight Rider. It was the Baywatch. Yeah. um, And then as it turned out, like he was the least of the stars. Like 
all these women in their teeny tiny little. Pam brought her boobs out, and it was yeah. like over. What she did was you? The star. Um, what did you think about Pam Anderson before you watched this? Okay, so before I watched this, all I could, I tried to think like, how like what do I think of Pam Anderson? And like all I could think is like blonde hair and boobs and B movies. Mm-hmm. That's really all I could think of. Mm-hmm. Like I never really watched her in anything. I didn't watch Baywatch. I never watched, like, Barbed Wire, the, like, oh, sure, B yeah. movie she came out with. Um, I knew a little bit about, like, the sex tape, her yeah. first kind of being, like, the first celebrity sex tape. But I just assumed that was all, like, for publicity and uh-huh. stuff. I didn't know, like, the story behind it. Yeah. So it was interesting learning about it. Did you watch the Hulu show? No, I didn't. I watched the Hulu show. It was so good. It really? was not – it was – they took a lot of liberty. Okay. Um, but they made her – and, and really, Tommy Lee, they made them very sympathetic because okay. I thought the same thing. Like, I thought she was just this dumb blonde and mm-hmm. who didn't have any morals. And right. she kind of got what was coming to her. And um, Well, and I assume that's what she wanted. Yeah, like, well, that's that my all, own judgmental self-righteous. Part of building her brand. Yes, and, and, and that was all me. I mean, admittedly, it was a self-righteous mm-hmm. view and... And I'm sorry for it. It was just, I'm just being real. That's just what I felt. Yeah. And, but if there's anything I've learned with us doing all these documentaries about people, like when we did Britney Spears Mm -hmm. and there was another one we did, um, where it just like you watch it and these people are humanized. Yeah. You know, um, I, 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 we've never done this, this one, but there was one about Monica Lewinsky Mm -hmm. and, you know, she, she definitely, uh, I think a, a lot of it, she got herself into her own mess, mm-hmm. but she was also very much a victim in that situation. And then beyond the way the press treated her and didn't treat the president the same way, right. um, was not cool. And it, it was just not right, you know, and mm-hmm. when they would make fun of people like a Lindsay Lohan or mm-hmm. it just humanized these people. And that's what this did for me with Pam Anderson. Yeah. I realized she's not a dumb bimbo. No. She's actually very intelligent mm-hmm. and she seems like a lovely woman mm-hmm. and she's very calculated in the decisions that she made mm-hmm. early on in her career. And, and she's not ashamed of any of those decisions. And right. she was married to this man yeah. making these tapes. Right. It's not like she's out there sleeping with every single person and making a tape and hoping that it gets out. Right. Um, it was, did you see the picture of that safe? Yes. Yeah. Somebody had to really want to get that safe. Yeah. And she was devastated. Can you imagine? By it too. And still is like, still very, like it affects her. Well, the, the big thing that she said, and they actually said this in the docu in the, um, Hulu series as well. And I had never really thought about it. But Tommy Lee was a rock star. Mm-hmm. You know, he was he's super good looking and just, you know, just this bad boy and Except the for reputation. what is that thing with his lip? Have you ever noticed? No. He has, like, a piece of his lip that's, like, bubbled out right here. And it hangs mm-hmm. down. And it, like, almost covers part of his teeth. I wonder to go back and look. if, like, maybe that was from, like, a fight or something like that possibly I, I i find him to be really good like he's not my jam he's a cute guy yeah but i mean like, he's not my jam yeah. like he seems like he needs a bath all the time i have a problem with honing in on one thing that like i can see and yeah. I, I can see that piece of skin hanging out of his mouth i have to look at it and i'm always like what is that um uh, i lost my train of thought i'm sorry <laughs> He's got a little piece of skin that hangs out right there, and it really bothers me. I'm sorry for that annoying laughter. I'm sorry. 
Um, oh, please. <laughs> do not get excited. <laughs> Control yourself. Oh, my gosh. I don't remember what I was going to say. Tommy Lee's a rock star. Oh, so one thing that, that they, yeah, that they talked about was he's a rock star. He's a bad boy. It's okay if he gets caught in this kind of scandal. Sure. She's just doing the best she can to try to make a career and to try to be legitimate. Mm-hmm. And now all her bits and all her everything is not, and it's out there in a non-controlled environment. Right. Because when she did Playboy, when she did all that stuff, that was calculated and that was controlled. And she was the one who said what was okay and yes. what was not okay yeah. to and be shown. And this was so, can you imagine if that happened to you? Holy smokes. Well, girl, I mean, you know, you are way different with your husband yeah. than you are with anyone else. Of course. I mean, especially, they were on a boat out in the middle of the ocean mm-hmm. for what I'm guessing is most of this. Yeah. So, Yeah. I mean, she was also newlywed. Mm-hmm. Like, they were in love. They were, and I, in and that's love. the other thing that I, I realized. Yes, it was super unconventional to four days after having met to get married, and you just expect for a marriage that is like that to not survive. Right. But she loved him Girl, so much, and I'm, and it's, and it's possible him. that if it hadn't hadn't been for this scandal, that they would have survived longer. Right. Um. I'm. You know. I don't know. I'm not in their marriage, so I don't know how long it would have lasted, but they really struggled after this. And she's a great mom. She loved her children. Mm-hmm. You know, she just talked about them. And 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 I love their relationship now. Mm-hmm. Like, I love seeing her as, a, as an aging mom. Yeah. And these grown children and how much they respect her. Right. And how much they really think she's really smart and they mm-hmm. really think that she's the bee's knees. Yeah. You know? Um, I thought that was really cool. But I did not think a lot of Pam Anderson before now. Yeah. And I, I gained a lot of respect from her just by, as you go through the documentary, they go through several, because she's been married a couple of times. <laughs> and she's had, sev- <laughs> yeah. she believes in love. Like, yeah. she's had several relationships. But, like, Miss Girl, you mess with her one time, she's out. She's out. Like, that really... I don't know why in the back of my mind, I guess because I was younger and I didn't know a whole lot about them, I was under the impression that she stayed through a lot of turmoil. For some reason, mm-hmm. I guess because of his reputation. His reputation. I just assumed like, oh, it must have been like a, a fighting all the time, and mm-hmm. it wasn't like that at all. Mm-mm. They had one altercation, spat, yeah. and she said... I'm out. If you're able to do that, I'm out. I'm done. Well, and she, she had her babies. Yeah, and she did that with every relationship. The moment they turned physical, the moment they made her not feel safe, she was gone. And, like, you can't say that for a lot of women that mm-hmm. you have respect for because, especially women who have children. It's so hard. It's yeah. so hard to leave, and they're scared to leave, or they or they feel like, oh, well, it was just, it was a bad night or a bad day. And oh, she, you don't know him like I know him. She yeah. didn't care, and she loved him, but she was like, it's not okay. Like, I'm not going to be raised in the same environment that I was raised in. Yeah. And so, and you learn a lot about her background, but... Um, so, basically, when you start out this documentary, this was done by her son. I know. Matt, and P.S., do not watch this with children in the room. Even though it's done by her son. A lot of nudity. Show a lot of Pam. Okay? We show, yeah. They show a lot of Pam. A lot of and Pam. And so, which she did Playboy, and she did some other things. And so, her, and, and as far as I can tell, she liked being naked. Yeah. Well, just, she felt empowered by it. Just in general. So. Yeah. She, no, she said, she, 
in when they were he was interviewing her she was like at first i was really scared to do it and then by the time it was over i just wanted to be naked all the time yeah 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 um so basically you know when you think about pam anderson like you said you think about blonde baywatch playboy model bimbo bimbo she actually grew up in canada Mm -hmm. she had two parents but they did not get along very well and she also talked about how she had a babysitter, a female babysitter, who sexually abused her. She lived in a home that she didn't consider it abusive, but she grew up with her parents constantly fighting. It was volatile. It was volatile. And her mother would, you know, leave for a little while and then she'd come back, but they never divorced. Like, they would separate and move places and so... She said she just, she always knew they were in love, but she always felt like, when's the bottom going to drop out? And so she just had decided that, you know, she didn't want to live that way. She said that she had always been kind of drawn to the bad boys, boys. even in high school. Um, She liked guys who drove fast, and um, she kind of took that after her dad because her dad was that way. She said even one time... Her mom went through a windshield when she was pregnant with her. Oh, my gosh. I don't remember And that's that her family jokes now. That's why Pam's so crazy. Oh, that's right. Because I remember them saying that. That's yeah. right. And that's so. Right. Did you find it interesting when they showed all those pictures of her as a teenager, mm-hmm. how different she looked? She was kind of tomboyish. She, well, she's a brunette. Yeah. She's a brunette. By the way, she uses Nutrice on her hair. Nutrice. Did you not see that uh-uh. grocery store color? She does her own. She gets her hair. Oh, done. yeah. She said she doesn't like people doing her color. Uh-huh. She, Nutrice uh, grocery store hair color. Yeah, she just rather do yeah. it herself. But anyway, she was she was brunette, and there was no fillers on her face and just very little makeup. Just beautiful, yeah. beautiful. And she's beautiful with the makeup, too. But, I mean, it's just like she's a different a- look. A natural look is so pretty. Right. She was a New Year's baby. She was actually the first bicentennial baby. Oh. So she was in the paper the day she was born. So. Is she five years younger than I am? She was born January 1st, 1967. Oh, 67. That's not bicentennial. Well, that's what. 1976 is this. For is Canada. Oh, for. <laughs> <laughs> Misty, is that you? <laughs> <laughs> she thinks she's so smart. Okay, Ox 23. I'm sorry for that annoying laugh. Ox 23, she's dumb too. <laughs> and she got an annoying laugh. Um, but she was, she was born to teenage parents. And um, <laughs> <laughs> okay, go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh, <laughs> Canadian. Canadian. So she was born to teenage parents. Again, they had this very like, crazy love where they were fighting of course they're teenagers they're fighting all the time she said that she can remember her parents being in a fight and she would take her little brother out of the room and she'd hear it get quiet and she would think okay they're done fighting she walked back in they'd be making out (laughs) and so (laughs) I mean (laughs) she said so you know that that's kind of what she grew up around so when you see this whole Tommy and Pam thing that was kind of normal to her yeah um, like you said, she did suffer sexual abuse by a babysitter. Um, she said that she started to believe that she was like had some type of supernatural powers because 
this babysitter that had molested her, she said she can remember thinking to herself that she wished that this woman would die. And oh, gosh. the next day, the woman died in a car accident. Is that not the worst thing? Can you imagine growing up like that? I don't know. That'd kind of make me happy. I, I don't... If <sighs> I thought I could just kill somebody with my thoughts that were that was abusing me... Well, yeah, but yes. I'd be like... I, I don't disagree with you. You better not mess with me. She just felt guilt because that woman had died. She did feel guilt. I would not have felt guilt. But, um, but she decides, like... She doesn't want to stay on this island forever. Like, she, even as as a young woman, she wants to do something bigger. She wants to get out of the small town. Mm -hmm. She said that she actually didn't develop until a little later on. Mm -hmm. But she said that when her boobs came in, she thought she was dying of cancer. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, she was. Because one came in. She had little mounds on her chest. She said one came in a little bigger than the other one. And she thought, well, this is it for me. Yeah. Which sounds exactly like Misty Gillespie. Like a young Misty Gillespie. <laughs> because please let me tell you, when I got my first period, I get <laughs> I get my period, okay? And I'm like, okay, I'm not going to tell anybody. Like, I can handle this on my own, right? Okay, you knew it was coming, though? Right. Like, you I, understood? I knew it was coming. And so, I've... I, I take care of myself, but then I feel kind of bad, so I'm like, I need to tell my mother. So I tell my mother, and I say, please don't tell my dad. And she's like, oh, it's fine, you know, whatever. Well, I immediately know that my dad knows because he comes in there offering me sprites. <laughs> and <laughs> be, the cure to all period like, pain. Being like, can I get you anything from the grocery store? And I was like, you know, close the door. <laughs> and so I'm so embarrassed. Well, so then the next month, nothing happens. Oh, you're pregnant. And so, no, I didn't think I was pregnant. I knew what how that happened. I knew how, nobody had been near me. Okay. And so I was like, oh, no, I must have cancer. Of course. Or I must have some type of, like, messed up, sure. like, internal organs or whatever. But I'm scared to death because I think if I tell my mother, she's going to take me to a gynecologist. Mm-hmm. And the thought of a gynecologist was, like, yep. the most terrifying thing I could think of at 12 years old. And so I think, well, I'll just call the doctor and act like I'm an adult and ask them if this is normal. Okay. And so I call, I just find a doctor in the phone book. Okay. I just look one up and I call and I'm like, yes, ma'am, um, my name's, and I had made up a name. And I said, my daughter had her first period and it seemed normal, um, but it's the next month and she's just not had another one and we're really concerned like is that something we need to bring her in to be seen about and of course I'm 12 so yeah. my, I can't make my voice sound You're like an adult like but I'm doing a great job sure. like I'm really pleased with myself and I think I'm I'm selling this and the lady responds and she says honey you're fine oh just give it a few months sometimes it can be irregular for the first little bit and I just started crying and I was like thank you (laughs) (laughs) that's funny yeah and it took a few months and it it started back again and buddy it never quit so (laughs) it's been fine ever since then so um, she probably had put a a little uh, warning right about when they when you get those little books that teach you about all your lady stuff Girls asking questions and Probably, stuff. Probably, yep. Yeah, they should put that in there yep. if they don't. But one of the things about 
Pam that I didn't know is that she's a writer. Like she used to she write everything on legal pads. Yeah, she and she kept them. Yeah, I have always burned all my journals. Are you serious? Mm-hmm. I have never thrown away a single journal. Really? No. Aren't you scared somebody will find them? No, I want them to find them. Really? Yes. I want people. Do you not write things down that are private? Yes, but they won't read them until after I'm dead. And so my my hope is that one day my children will find all these like books of journals and mm-hmm. stuff. And they'll look through them and they'll think, oh, my mother, wow. Yeah. What a life that one lived. Well, that's better, one way of looking at it. You better not cross her. <laughs> that's one way of looking at it. I've always burned all my journals because I'm too, I guess. But now I didn't write journals when I was a kid. I, I, I loved to keep a diary from the time I was a kid. Really? And I have just always burned them because there's not anything crazy in them. I mean, it's just personal thoughts. But I am not vulnerable enough for anybody to read them. Like, I just would never. I would be so scared. I didn't keep them when I was younger, like, when I lived at home, because I was so scared, like, my parents would find them. So if I did keep one, I'd be like, I love my mom. My mom's great. I yeah. love my dad. My yeah. dad, like, I would just Long lie. game. I'd yeah. lie in them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I have a friend who, she kept a diary and a journal, and she told me, she had been through a lot of things in her life and she actually had become an alcoholic at one point and got herself together but that was sort of a very private thing for her and it's not anything her mother knew and she said hey you've got to promise me that if anything happens to me you will come into my house and take my journal and burn it before my mother gets in here (laughs) and so that was something that I had planned on doing if that god forbid that had ever happened Uh And, and now she's an adult and her mother has since passed but I, I was prepared to go to her house and make sure that her mother never knew about any of the things that, that she had written she, down. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. But so I don't want that to happen to me. So I just always make sure I burn everything I write. Really? Mm-hmm. I've never heard of anybody doing mm-hmm. that. Yeah. Smart. Yeah. Burn the evidence. Yep. Um, so anyway, she's a, she's a really good writer. She's very creative. She's very dramatic. Yeah. Like, did you hear some of the... Yeah, no, she was great. She She was a great writer. She was great. And she was interesting about that was she gave her sons all those journals. She was like, I don't even want to read them. She said, I I don't want to go over this again. I I don't, I just can't. You guys have them all. You can get your story. Right. And she just gave all those legal pads to them and said, you guys read them all. I don't care. Yeah. So she decides she's ready to get out of her small little town. And she decides that she wants to go to Vancouver. Which, I don't know how far away it is from the little island that she's on. But apparently, it's far enough that her mother was worried and said, you can't go to Vancouver because somebody just got shot in Texas. (laughs) (laughs) Is her mother's name Misty Gillespie? Her mother might be named Misty Gillespie because I thought (laughs) that sounds exactly like something I would say. Um, But she meets a man, but pretty soon she becomes kind of suspicious of him. He starts washing his penis off in the sink. (laughs) I never know what's going to come out of your mouth. Never. <laughs> what she said. And I feel like, I feel like at the beginning of this podcast, we should tell people, if you have young children listening, please note, Misty Gillespie is on air today. Viewer discretion is advised. Yes. yes. She said, I started becoming suspicious of him because every day when he would come home, he would wash his penis in the sink. Yeah. In the sink. Yes. Yeah, and I'm thinking, did he just want to be fresh and clean? Like, for was, her. Was he just worried about 
like junk funk. <laughs> Was it hot? Was he doing manual labor? I don't know. Vancouver not known for its heat. But she felt like he was washing the stank off. Yeah, that's probably. So yeah. she said red, red flag, and so she had to get and rid of And she's out. She had to get rid of him. Yeah, that, that's the thing is she does not suffer any fools. No, she does not play. You wash that penis off in the sink one time, she's done. She's out. She's out. Mm-hmm. So don't be coming in here talking about, whew, I feel like I need to clean this up. Pam will yeah. be gone. Wash it in the bathtub for her Okay, sake. go yeah. get a shower. Yes. She decides to go hang out with, with a friend one weekend, and they go to a Canadian football game. Mm-hmm. And basically, this is how she gets discovered. She's wearing a beer t-shirt, mm-hmm. and she's beautiful. Mm-hmm. Like, she's blonde and tan and skinny yep. and pretty, and they just happen to pan over to her in the crowd. In the crowd. Like, how, how does this happen? Yeah, she gets discovered. Just When is somebody... Not old ox over there, but somebody going to listen to this podcast and say, these women need to be famous. I mean, we've been trying for three years now. Their lives are not annoying or unnecessary. They're great. And we love this. Yes. When's it going to happen to us? Well, I don't think anybody's going to ask us to pose for Playboy. Well, no, you don't know I don't that. know. <laughs> I, don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I've lost some weight and uh, you're looking pretty good. I've been doing some upkeep, so I don't know. Um... But, so basically, they pan over and they see her and they're like, hey, we want you to be like our spokes girl. And all of a sudden, <laughs> she's just getting photo shoots. Yeah. And they're like putting her on flags and mm-hmm. beer posters and commercials and like, she kind of blows up. Uh-huh. Right? And then Playboy comes calling. Well, what's the next best thing? Playboy. You look great in that beer t-shirt. Take it off. Take it off. You right? know what I, my, my favorite part of that story is that she went and told her mother and she, her mother said, well, the only reason I didn't do it is because I didn't ask. <laughs> she said, go get it, girl. <laughs> she didn't say, you'll ruin your life. Uh-uh. Good girls don't do this. She said, go, sister. She said, look, if they were looking for a 45-year-old, I'd be there myself. I would be there. Okay. That's the only reason I haven't done it. They didn't um, ask. So, yeah, they call, and she gets on a Greyhound and goes to Seattle and flies to L.A. because... When she gets to the airport coming out of Canada, they ask her, hey, where are you going? Why are you going? And she was like, oh, I'm going to California to work. And they were like, no, you're not. Oh. And she was like, oh, crap. So she just took a bus to Seattle and went to where maybe they wouldn't ask her. Sure. And flew on in. Sure. So, um, She's not stupid. Yeah. So she goes. That's what we said. She goes to the Playboy Mansion, and she said it was just kind of like, a blur from there yeah. of just like they bring her in and all of a sudden Hef likes her and yep. these celebrities that are around likes her and she's getting centerfolds and she's getting these shoots and they're doing videos, videos. Yep. like she's a big deal. And she's naked in all of them. So naked. Naked, naked, naked. Not like N-A-K-E-D, like N-E-K-K-I-D. Naked. naked. Yeah. Like she naked. Yeah. Um, and she naked in this documentary, too. Yes. So if you are having bad feelings about your body, maybe you don't this need to watch this. This is not the time this to watch this. This is not the one for you. Because I'm not going to lie. I looked at it, and I thought, I forgot I had bones there. But the, the thing about her is, I mean, she looks very artificial. She does. She looks gorgeous. I don't want to take that away from her because mm-hmm. she is a beautiful lady. She had to have had zero body fat mm-hmm. in her boobs before she had breast implants. They were stretched 
thin. They are straight yeah. up beach balls. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've never seen anything like yeah. it. And she didn't, no, she didn't start out with those either. No. She she said she looked around at the Playboy Mansion and all these girls had She said, I got to upgrade it. Yeah, and so they she'd never even thought about surgery until she saw all of them. But boy, howdy. Yeah. Did she catch well, up. And you know what's funny about her hair is she said that before she went, she was like, oh, I want to get a little blonder. So she had, like, put a bunch of sun in and stuff mm. in her hair. And it had, like, turned it this crazy. Have you ever done sun Oh, in? sure, yeah. It turns it this, like, crazy yellow, brass. orange, yeah. brass. So she gets to Playboy, and they're like, girl, we got to fix your hair. Mm. And so they bleached her out real good, and she figured out how to do it. And she was like, well, I can do that myself. She goes to the grocery store, and she purchases Nutrice, and that's how she does her hair. And she... She gets that Nutrice mm-hmm. bleach and she does it herself. Mm-hmm. She sure does, and it's still hanging on. Yeah, I don't she's still that. blonde. She hasn't burned it off yet, but she is still blonde. That is for sure. Yeah, so. she looked good. I mean, I, look, you don't want to take away from what she because she she did look artificial because she was artificially airbrushed and made up and well I mean and she doesn't try to act like she was some wonderful actress or something she actually said my boobs were the star and I was just tagging along yeah so she knew self-aware when that and and she's also self-deprecating which I think is really nice didn't take herself super seriously yeah Um, and I appreciate that because a lot of times you see characters like that in Hollywood Mm -hmm. the Kim Kardashian types who are just famous for being famous, right? Right. And and, 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 who, and really, that's what she was famous for. And who lie about what they've had done. Yeah. Like, and, she and doesn't she's care. like, no, I'm, I mean, this is not what I normally look. I, I, I really, like I said, I, I think very differently about her. Like, right. I, I think she would be a fun person to hang out with. Oh, yeah. 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 I mean, like, they ask her, do you have implants? And she's like, duh. Yeah. I mean, of course I do. Yeah. Um, unlike some of the other, like you were saying, the Kim Kardashians who claim their butts real. Yes, I've been doing exercises on, for months and months. And no squats got you like that. Yeah. So she ends up, she wants to be an actress, and she ends up getting the part on Baywatch as CJ. Mm-hmm. I never watched Baywatch, but. Um, okay. I, you may be about to talk about it, but can we talk about how she got that role? Yeah, go ahead. She, somebody had seen her in Playboy, and they were like, oh, this is perfect. This is the exact type person we need for this role this is who we need running mm-hmm. and she canceled on them 11 times <gasps> do you remember her saying that, that? yeah I forgot that about it they wanted her to come in and talk to them and audition but she was not an actor actress and she was nervous and she just was too stressed out and so 11 times she canceled on the casting agent and finally when she went they were like they knew her because she had canceled so many times. Yeah. And then finally when she got there, they were like, oh, yeah, this is the exact, exact look Body we're going that for. We want. Yeah. And that's how she got CJ. Yeah. And so apparently being on that show, she starts dating a lot of actors. Mm-hmm. And so she went through them. Um, Dean Kane, Scott Bayo, David Chauvet, Chauvet, Kelly Slater. Uh-huh. She just said she loved being in love. So my favorite thing about Kelly Slater – you know what? I'm not going to get ahead of us. Keep going. The only person I know is Scott Bayo from you know Charles Dean, in Charge. Yes, and Happy Days. And Happy Days. Dean Kane, he was Superman. Lois and Clark, Superman. Not like, on the movies. No, he, there was a show called Lois and Clark, and he was Superman. Oh, I must never watched it. It was back in the early 90s, late 80s. Oh, yeah, girl, I was having to go to bed at like 8.30. Yeah. Um, <laughs> 
Do you know Terry Hatcher? Do you know who that is? Yes. She was, she was Lois. Oh, okay. Right? She was Lois, and Dean Kane was Superman. And okay. he was very, very handsome. Handsome. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so she had some lookers. Yeah. Um, but in 1994 in Los Angeles, she became part owner of a club, and there she meets. I don't know. I don't remember. The love of her life. Tommy Lee. No, she didn't meet him there. Yes, she does. I've got it in my notes right here. You got oh, zero notes. <laughs> I wish you would sit over there with no notes talking yep. about. No, she didn't. Okay, no. What I rem- what? Okay, you're you're okay. Sh- what I've got. What I'm remembering is that she met him in Cancun or Cozumel or Mexico, Mm-mm. but that's when she saw him again. Right. Right. Okay. Yeah. That's right. what it was. Okay. I'm sorry. I didn't realize that they met in her bar. Please let me take back up from where I was at. So she meets Tommy Lee and he starts calling her and leaving her messages. And she's like, I'm not having anything to do with him. Like I'm, I'm starting over a new leaf. I'm not going to mess with him. Like he's a rocker. Like he's just wanting some wham, bam, thank you, ma'am situation. That's not what she wanted. And so he keeps leaving her messages, and she said she accidentally picked up. And he was like, what are you doing? And she was like, nothing. I'm packing for a trip. Like, I'm going to Mexico. And he was like, okay, well, can I meet you down there? And she was like, yeah, sure, meet me down there. No, she said, no, don't meet me down there. I do not want you to be there. Yeah, well, I mean, she was like, yeah, okay, whatever. And she just thought, like, there's no way he's actually going to come down there. And he was like, no, I'm coming. And she was like, no, you're not. Um, He comes. (laughs) And he said, you don't even have to tell me where you are because we will find you. And that's right. She's, 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 he's like Liam Neeson. Yeah. I will find you and I will kill you. Found her on a photo shoot. Yeah. Yeah. Just found her. And she tells, like, the people, she's like, don't let him in here. Like, he's been leaving me messages. He's weird. And he says, hey, look, I'm not going to leave you alone. Like, I'm in love with you. Like. You have to give me They had a just met, like, the day before. Yeah, they had just met yeah. the day before. He's like, I'm in love with you. Like, you have to give me yeah. a chance. And so she gives in, and she's like, I'll have one night with you. Like, we'll go hang out. We'll. She told her girlfriends, yeah. this is not, nothing's going to come of this. N- this is nothing. She says that she made the mistake of taking ecstasy. Yeah. Um, the rest is a happy blur. Sure it is. Is what she says. He proposes that night. Mm-hmm. Okay. Puts a skull ring mm-hmm. on her finger. As one does. What woman could pass that up? Not many. Okay. Um, and she says that it just becomes this huge adventure. They get married a few days later. He's in night. They married four days after meet, meeting for the first time. Yeah. So they were in, I think they were in Cancun for like two days. Like that yeah. was the night before. Like the next day she puts on a white bikini and a veil and they go to the beach she had to ask him what his last name was. What is your altar. last name? And what he is your said, last name? I'm Tommy Lee. And she said, oh, I was thinking that was like Tommy Lee Jones. And yeah. he said, that's somebody else. That's a, different, that's a different person. That's a different person. Lee is my actual last name. Yeah. And she was like, oh, okay. Whoops. Um, she was actually dating Kelly Slater at the time. That, that's what I was going to say is my favorite part. Because she was like, the very first thing I did when I came home is call my boyfriend. <laughs> I had to call my boyfriend and tell him I and got tell married. tell him I got married. <laughs> yeah. Um, needless to say, they had a ton of paparazzi. Yeah. 
Yeah. I remember from, when all that from went From the down. get-go. Yeah. Well, because it was so crazy. I mean, four days. That's that's crazy even by celebrity standards. Yeah. And they were obsessed with recording everything. Yeah. Like, they had a... And I can remember this time, like, this 94, 95. Yeah, that's... Camcorders were, like... That was a new thing. New and exciting. I can remember going over to my friend's house to spend the night, and she had a camcorder. And we would literally just sit up at night and camcord each other, like, talking to each other. Yeah. Because it's it was fun. so it was cool yeah. to, like, be able to do that and immediately yeah. go put it in a VCR and watch it. Like, we yeah. thought that was so amazing. We would tape ourselves doing, like, Paula Abdul dances. Sure, yeah. Like, everybody taped everything. Sure. So, it wasn't that crazy. I'm sure, especially with your dad. Oh, sure. I'm sure he we, loved we had, a camcorder. We always had the latest and greatest, yeah. Oh, yeah. He loved a camcorder, I'm oh, sure. Oh, yes. Oh, my gosh. We have all kinds of videos. So, they're they're filming everything. About that time is when she gets the barbed wire movie. Mm-hmm. And, basically, she said, I still don't know what that movie's about. I remember when that movie was what came out. She was in Cannes. At the time, I was super-duper into pop culture, and, like, I knew everything that was going on with every actor. I, I subscribed to People magazine for 20 years. Mm-hmm. And I remember her being in Cannes, and I remember her getting, like, the tattoo, that barbed wire tattoo that mm-hmm. she has on yeah. her arm to promote the video mm-hmm. or to promote the movie. And I also remember what a colossal – failure it was it was and nobody went to see it and she's not an actress she is unfortunately not a talented actress no she's that not. doesn't mean she's not a good person or doesn't have talents elsewhere right it yeah. just means she does not have that ability yeah and and you know she was cast because she was pam anderson right and she was beautiful and she had the look and she had just gotten married to tommy Lee. yeah yeah yeah, so yeah she was but, really but she thought this was going to be everybody thought this was going to be like the start of her career yeah um, well, during filming, she finds out she's pregnant. Yep. And she, you know, gets really depressed, especially after the movie's released and it tanks. And she had worked too hard during the filming anyway and ends up having a miscarriage. Mm-hmm. And actually, paparazzi was so bad, they got into a car wreck leaving the um, They're hospital. Horrible. They're horrible. I could not imagine living like that no and there again that's something I've evolved on too when you humanize these people right I mean I was a consumer of these pictures I was a consumer of all this I mean like I said people magazine was in my mailbox every single Monday for 20 years yeah I loved it and as a grown woman now when I think the damage that that has done to people like a Britney Spears or these starlets that are coming up and yeah. That they just Princess don't get Diana. left alone. I yeah. mean, they don't get left. They can't do anything. They can't freaking get a Starbucks they without. They can't go to the grocery store. Yeah. Take yeah. their kid to the park. Yeah, Nothing. exactly. It, it's it's so damaging. Yeah. So she, um, but she does say that she gets pregnant again, and mm-hmm. they have their little boy, Dylan. She's so happy. And I give it up to her. She had that baby at home. She had that baby at home. No pain meds. Yeah. Like, she's a boss. Yeah. Um, they were really happy, but something happens. Yes. They discover, Tommy goes out into the garage where they have this giant six foot safe and they were doing some renovations in their home for like six months and they'd had people there in and out for months and months. And Tommy had this, they had this big giant safe in their garage, no telling how much it weighed. And it was covered up. They showed a picture of it. It had blankets over it. It had wood around it to kind of brace it i don't really understand how it was it it was it It was heavy whoever took this safe it was an intentional planned event yeah 
but he they kept their personal home movies in there, her little bikini that they got married in, mm-hmm. just personal things that really only meant it's not like they had a million dollars in cash in there. Yeah. It was like personal private things, things they yes, wanted to keep private. Things. Somehow somebody found these things inside the safe and they didn't just steal the things in the safe. They stole the entire safe. The entire thing. They have no idea when it happened. Yeah. Like, obviously, it was when they weren't there because there's right. no way to. So he goes down to the garage to go put something in, in the safe. Mm-hmm. And he was like, hey, haha, this is funny. What'd y'all do with my safe? Yeah. And they realize somebody has stolen our safe. Out of the wall. I, well, it was a freestanding safe inside their garage. Mm-hmm. And like I said, no telling how much it weighed. Like, you had to probably get a backhoe to get it out. Yeah, it'd <laughs> like be like stealing an ATM machine. Yes, exactly. Yeah. That's a really good analogy. Uh, and, and so they had to call the police. They had to file, you know, and they had mm-hmm. no idea, no idea where this is, where this had ended up. Well, they said they didn't even know what to do. They just called 911 yeah, and reported it stolen. Yeah. And they said a few weeks later they get a package, and it's a VHS tape. Mm-hmm. And so Tommy watches it, and he tells her, look, this is a VHS tape of us having sex. Yeah. Like, they've made a copy of it, and they've sent it to us to let us know what they have. And so she panics sure. because she's like, oh, my gosh. And well, She knows what it means for her. Yeah. And she's like, oh, my gosh, like, what would someone do with this? She's she's thinking someone's going to blackmail us. Mm-hmm. They're going to – soon they're going to send us a letter asking sure. us for money, whatever. But really the opposite happens. Not long after that, she actually gets a letter from Penthouse not asking for money – to not show it, but offering them $5 million for the right to the tape. Yeah. And they said, no, give us our tape back. Yeah. But they didn't know what to do. Like, something like this had never happened before. Well, this was also the dawn of the internet age. It never once occurred to them. Like, now, the first thing I tell my daughter every single morning when she leaves her school is, the internet's forever. Yeah. Don't do stupid things. Don't do dumb things. And this was the dawn of the internet age. And they could not have understood that if it goes on the internet, the it's entire there world is yeah. yeah. And so basically they say, no, like, give us our tape back. And so instead of Penthouse paying them $5 million, they just paid them zero and sure. distributed the tape anyway. That's right. So she soon finds out that the tape's being sold. She's so upset. She feels violated. Paparazzi are everywhere Tommy is upset and he reacts which the media loves you yeah. know they're thriving on that well, and they're poking a bear and then they start get start like um victimizing her and asking her like Pam why are you out without your baby yeah where's your baby at like yeah. attacking her mothering skills because now she's free game because you know, the sex tape is out, so they can treat her however they want also, to. Also, this was the first time she'd been out with her husband mm-hmm. since her child had been born, and it, and he was like four or five months old, yeah. and, she, and he was at home with her mother. Yeah. So it's not like she, you know, called the somebody she didn't know that the child was left alone. She was with her husband out on a date. Yeah. Just because uh, the date looks different than what maybe our date would look like with our husbands right they were totally i mean it's really gross they bashed it's her. really gross so they try to file a lawsuit and basically the lawyer said what are you going to sue for you're in playboy yeah yeah it's gross like what do you what leg do you have to stand on you've already sold your body yeah so what does it matter if it's being sold again That's in a right. different way 
where, like you said in the beginning of this, she feels like she's being raped all over again. These mm-hmm. depositions are brutal. Um, and at this time, she finds out she's pregnant again. And so she starts getting afraid that sh- this stress is going to make mm-hmm. her miscarry. She's been down that road before. She's been down this road. And they're basically telling her, look, you've made money off of, quote, unquote, your body and selling yourself. Mm-hmm. And so you don't have a leg to stand on saying this is victimizing you because you've done it to yourself. Now yeah. somebody else is just making money off of it. Um, but like you said, in those situations, she had control. Absolutely. She, she this didn't is give up n- her autonomy because she posed in Playboy. And, yeah. And, and this is nothing like yeah. posing for a photo spread. This That's is right. your personal video with your husband the most intimate moments of your life right this is a whole if you want to call what she did with playboy pornography this is a whole other level of pornography yeah Yeah. and she wasn't even aware that a video like that would be seen by anyone but herself or her husband and look i'm not here to say posing for playboy is the smartest thing you've ever done but it definitely doesn't compare to you can't say because you did that, it's okay that somebody is violating you this way. Yeah. You can't say that. There's no correlation. So basically, they, this, like you said, this is the dawn of the internet, and they basically become the first viral video. That's right. And it is everywhere. Yeah. Like everywhere you turn. And these people are making millions of dollars off of this video. And they are making, they never saw a dime. Zero dollars. Which I did not know. Yeah. So like you said, another thing that opened my eyes to this was like, I was under the impression of somebody who had never like watched it, just kind of knew from the background. I was a teenager during the time this was happening. I just assumed, oh, this is what famous people do now. They release sex tapes and they make money and they get popularity Mm -hmm. and they license them. Yeah. It's all part of their character, Mm -hmm. you know, but for her, it was not. Of course, this puts like a devastating strain on her marriage. She said that she became the punchline of every joke. And that was gross too. That yeah. that also reminded me of like when we watched, um, when we did the Britney Spears one mm-hmm. and they were all making fun of her. Right. And what we didn't realize was she was just, she was a victim of her family's fame, hunger for fame and right. her own fame. And, mm-hmm. and it was not cool to treat She's basically, a, she's a victim. Yeah. She's a victim. And Pam Anderson was a victim too, and it was not cool. Well, I think Pam put it really, in some really good words, she said that she became a cartoon, not a person. She did. And I'm ashamed for my role in that, in the same way with these other people that we've talked about over the last two or three years, because I never saw them as humans, right? You mm-hmm. don't see them as real people. You no. see them as characters, right. caricatures. And, and I realize now that there are people behind, behind that, those problems and those, there, nobody deserves that level of disrespect and that, that level of, it's really abuse is what it is. Right. It's really abuse. And so, of course, this takes a toll on her and Tommy's relationship. They've had a second child now. They're going through all this stuff. And she said that. She can see how she kind of romanticized it in the beginning, but there were red flags with Tommy. He would do things like show up at the set set, of Baywatch anytime she had like a love scene or a kissing (laughs) scene and would just stand there and stare at her. They didn't like it when he came around. And he would like get really angry and try to like tear the place up. 
Well, he would read ahead in the script. Yeah. And he would make sure to be there for those days. Yeah. And it would mess up production big time. Oh, yeah. She said they were having to, like, try to keep scripts private and mm-hmm. not release them till like, right before because he would come in and get them. Yeah. And she said at that time she would romanticize it and she would think, oh, he loves me so much. Mm-hmm. Like, jealousy is love. Yeah. And so... That was also flattery almost. Right. That was also something she had seen growing up. And so she thought, oh, well, it's like that's how somebody loves you. Yeah. Little did she know that that was a red flag to the future when he wasn't able to control his anger and outbursts before they had been at paparazzi or they had been at other people that she had been filming with. But then when all the stress from the, the tape comes along, it starts to rear its head in her marriage and one night she is they're in an argument and he well the reason they got in the argument I think if I remember right is because she had a love scene and she didn't tell him and he freaked out on her right she he loses it when she has to kiss one of her Mm co-stars and destroys her trailer yep and he's like always there yep and so on that, that one day, I guess that boiled over to when yeah. they got home afterwards, and she was holding her baby, and he grabbed her. That did not work for Pam. Um, he, she said he didn't hit her, but he did shake her, mm-hmm. and he grabbed her, and that was enough. Yeah. And that was the part where I was like, good for you, good Pam. Good for you, Pam. Yeah. Like, it is not okay for you to shake me and grab me when I'm holding a baby mm-hmm. or holding nothing. Much less holding my baby. Right. Yeah. Much less holding our child. And she did not, she didn't skip a beat. She got him six months in jail, mm-hmm. and she divorced his tail. Yeah, and that and her children were very little. Oh, yeah, they were like very Like, one of them young. was a little baby. Mm-hmm. Like, one of them never had his parents get married. Right, right. Or grew up at all, like, yeah. with his parents. And she says he apologized, and he did not want to end the marriage, and he sent her tons of letters. He begged her to stay, and she just took the kids and said no. She said that she loved him, but she felt like a part of her died. Yeah. After that. And so it was really difficult for her to stay in that marriage. But she did not give up on no, love. Not once. Not once. Not twice. How not many, even three times. How many times? I want to say it's like five times. I want to say it's like five times. Yeah. She, she got married to five different people. Yeah. She even married a guy from like Spain, like some kind of soccer player or something. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Some soccer player. He crushed her hand. Oh, my gosh. Did you see that? Yes. I mean, this poor woman had a real bad... She struggles to find just the right person. She struggles to find someone who doesn't have a violent streak in them. Yeah. Now, well, yes. And then when she does find someone who's not violent, she it's not good for her. They're like, not she's Tommy. she's super bored. Yeah, they're not Tommy. So, what's interesting is, yeah, she got married to that soccer star, and she got married to Kid Rock. She got mm-hmm. married to Rick Solomon. Rick Solomon, you may or may not remember a sex tape scandal with Paris Hilton. She had a big sex tape scandal, and Rick Solomon was her partner, and he released that tape. He's a horrible person. Horrible. And she married Rick Solomon, not once. Twice. Twice. Mm -hmm. And they ended up just being friends. She was like, well, we were friends, and then we thought we'd try it again, so we went ahead and got married. And it's just funny. She treats marriage... Uh, as if like a going, it's like it's a going steady situation, right, you know. Check yeah. yes or no. Will you be my boyfriend? Yeah. And we're getting kind of serious. It's time to get married. It's time to get married. Yeah. That's right. That's right. It's like there's no, there is no reverence or seriousness mm-hmm. to marriage commitment for her, which is really interesting. But she 
I guess to her, marriage is commitment, mm-hmm. but only until, I mean, it's got an expiration date. Right, right. So, but I, so I thought that was really interesting that she just wants to keep trying and trying. And then she, you know, the guy that she was married to when the documentary started, she ended up divorcing him by she the end of the documentary because she was like, I just realized I didn't love him. I just don't love him. I just didn't love him. Well, and you know what else is was interesting to me is she has never seen the sex tape. She never yeah. watched it. Sure. Tommy watched it and told her what happened, but she could not bring herself to watch it. Well, Tommy was like, it's fine. Everything's going to be fine. I'm a mega rock star, so it's totally fine. Yeah, and he was. Yeah. I mean, he, he oh, probably yeah. he gained more. He didn't pay more, the single price for that. He gained more popularity of course. than that. Um, but then the Netflix series comes out. The Hulu series, yes. Yeah, the Hulu series Pam comes and out. Tommy. Yeah. yeah. And she calls Tommy, and she's like, have you heard about this? And he's like, yeah. And he's apparently, they did a really good job co-parenting. Yeah, I, I think that they've, I, I don't know this, but as near as I can tell, they've remained cordial and friendly. They've and, remained And friendly. he's married to somebody else now, too. Yeah, so. friendly and cordial, and we're able to co-parent the kids together. And so she called him when the Netflix series was coming out, and she was like, have you heard about this? And he's like, yeah, like, don't let it hurt cause you, like you it to be hurt the way that the other did. And she's like, I don't know how I can't not let that hurt me. She didn't me. watch it. She didn't watch it. Now, I watched this movie, this okay. series. I did not watch it. Was it was very compelling. Um, Lily, oh, I can't remember her name, the girl that played uh-huh. Pamela. She's British. Yeah. She nailed her. Like, you watch this Lil- girl. Is it Lily Roby? No. Or Margot Roby? No, that's Margot Robbie. No, she didn't do her. It was Lily. Uh-huh. Somebody. She used to be on Downton Abbey, and she's been in a lot of things. Oh, I can't okay. remember her name. She was Cinderella. Cinderella. She? Yeah, yeah, she played Cinderella. She nailed her. Like, I don't understand how she did it. She, her mouth was like her. She talked like her. She looked just like her. Wow. It was pretty amazing. And then Sebastian Stan was Tommy Lee. He's the guy that plays Bucky in, um, in the Marvel, Marvel movies. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and they had to fictionalize a lot of it. Like, they had to come up with who actually stole the tape, which they don't know who that is. And right. And that part of the story they had to fictionalize. But... One thing that it did do was humanize her and show her as a good mother and not a dumb person. And uh, I know that she didn't want to watch it, but I think she would probably be surprised mm-hmm. at how delicately they were they portrayed her. Yeah, it was a really good thing. But she felt re-traumatized by right. it because you know it's been a long time. Yeah, and her it's, kids are men now. Yeah, like they're grown. By the way, they are so so handsome. handsome. Yeah, one of them's like a supermodel or something. Oh yeah, they're so handsome. Yeah, they're very. I mean, how can they not be right? Of I course, mean, like gorgeous. They, they've people. got good genes. Yeah. So, anyway, she felt like she had been re-traumatized, and I I would say you should watch it. I mean, it's it's actually it's good. It's really it's really good. Yeah. I think the biggest takeaway from this for me, at the very end of the documentary, so they go through all this and. Really, there's no big, like, dramatic ha-ha moment or sure, anything. It's, it's just kind of a it's retrospective. It's just a very good, like, teaching you a little bit about her and mm-hmm. kind of giving you insight into who she really is outside of the boobs and the hair and yeah. stuff. I, I but, think it, what it's really good at is when her children have kids, mm-hmm. it'll be a really beautiful thing to show them. Like, right. they've done this, this beautiful story on their grandmother and... 
or you know when she, they, she has grandchildren yeah like this is really went on with your grandparents and it's in her own words and I think that's really sweet yeah but I think the thing that like stuck out to me the most at the very end of the documentary they start just watching home movies mm-hmm. because they had a lot of home movies and yeah. stuff and like like it made me cry oh gosh because you could like at one point she was like I need to stop and take a walk like and she even said, I wanted, I loved my children's father so much, and I wanted that to be my love story. And I think it'll never work with anyone else because it's not him. He ruined, he ruined, he ruined her, her for her. other Oh, men. my gosh. And she's still in love with him. So obvious. So, like, she can't look at, I don't know if she's in love with, what they had which by the way was sincere and real was real yeah he was so sweet to her in those videos yeah very sweet to her except when he punched her right he didn't punch her uh, yeah well he shook her and he grabbed her he scared her pretty good but you could just see like she still loves him and she still deep down wishes that that had not happened and they would have had a traditional marriage yeah she wanted that to happen yeah there were non-traditional people that she wanted to be in a traditional marriage she wanted a family Yeah. yeah Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're you're exactly right. I was going to say the same thing. That was the one thing that I really took away from was she is sh- nobody that she's ever with will ever be able to measure up. I just wonder how Tommy Lee felt after watching that. Yeah. You know, he had to feel real bad. I also wonder how his wife felt. Well, I bet she was not feeling good. Yeah. Well, she's Cause he's really married young. to a young little yeah, thing. Yeah, she's, she? she's half her age. So, yeah, yeah. She's probably like, do you, you think don't Tommy, go to that old. do you think Tommy Lee and Pam will ever get back together? Uh, maybe after he watches this movie, maybe. That's but I don't I know thinking. that she seems the type to. She might not take him go back after. Well, might not take him back. Although, you know, a lot of water has gone under the bridge. Yeah. The other thing is, contrary to what you might think, I don't get the sense that she would go after a married man. I don't think she would ever try to break a marriage up. Yeah, I mean, Mm-mm. if they broke up independently of her, that would be different. Right. But I don't get the sense that she would be like, "Hey, I'm available. Right. Come over here." Yeah. But. You know, we're not her best friend. Although, Pamela, if you're listening. Pam, we love you. <laughs> not once has anybody that's the subject of our um, documentaries, have they ever reached out to us? And we have asked over and over. I think it's Tom. Nicely. I love your little beach house. I would love to come take a visit. We're so nice, and we would really like to hang out with you. P.S. She loves animals. I don't love animals as much. But we have lots of them. But we have them, and we take care of them, and we're good to them. Did you see our big, giant new cat tree over there? I did, and that kitty cat loves it. They love that cat tree. I'm glad they do, because, you know, Avery bought that giant one, and none of her cats would use it. Oh, my gosh. Our cats love it. Until she got Boo, and Boo uses it. So she moved it to the dorm. Uh, anyway so there you have it so that's Pam I would just say it's a great documentary to watch if you are our age Mm -hmm. where you remember that and and I'm older than you Misty and I like I remember being in the thick of this and how huge of a news story this was Mm -hmm. and for a lot of years it was a news story and it really changes your perspective on Pam Anderson like it It really makes you think of her as a real person and a real woman with real feelings and, and not a just sweet, a cartoon. A sweet mama. And sweet. I mean, like, she loves, loves those, those babies. Boys. And she was a good mom to those. She was good Those to boys them. were so sweet. And oh. they treated her so nicely. And, and they that's love the her. measure yeah. of a person is how your children turn out very often. Yeah. And, and I think that that's a really, I, I think it's worth your time. Don't watch it with your children. Do not watch it with your children. Do not watch it with Maybe your children. Maybe don't watch it with your husband. 
Watch it on your own. Just watch it by yourself. Yeah. That's what I did. Um, I forgot to tell you that we got an email from somebody who has a documentary, mm-hmm. and they want us to review it. Really? Yes. What you were of? you were sick, and you were not reading emails, so okay. you probably didn't see it. I didn't. And uh, I, I don't want to say his name just yet, but it'll be a documentary, and it's about a young man who is on the spectrum. Oh, cool. And it's his story of growing up and getting a job. So it <gasps> reminded me a little bit of Isaac. Aww. So I thought, this is exactly what we need to watch. Yeah. And so I told him we would be happy to do that. Absolutely. And so we'll, we'll that do that in awesome. the next, next week or two. Yeah. Cool. And I, I totally forgot to tell you. I'm sorry. Oh, it's okay. You're telling me all kinds of stuff. Bad <laughs> reviews, new well, documentaries. You wouldn't remember you were on drugs and stuff. That's so. true. I had a little surgery, so yeah. I, I was struggling. Yeah. So Not two months worth, but still. <laughs> it wasn't two months ago. It was a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, a few weeks ago. It was actually right around the time you had your surgery, so I was like, yeah. I'll let her know. Okay. Well, cool. Uh, anyway, I'm so glad to be back. Me I'm too. so happy to be yeah. back. And um, we'll work on that annoying laugh. And I'm if sorry. You guys will, Ox. Yeah, I'm I know. Sorry. And if you guys will please go do something to counterbalance what this crazy person did by giving us three stars. Right. Three stars. If any of y'all have any bright ideas about bad reviews, just pray about it and realize that it's not okay. It's not okay. No. No. We're Especially sensitive. for things we can't help. I can't change the way I laugh. Certainly not. I or can't. how funny I find you. <laughs> Good grief. We are we are hilarious. I mean. All right. It's time to go to bed. I'm going to pray it's for so his heart. Huh? I'm going to pray for his heart. I think, you know what? Let's do that. Everybody bow your heads. Dear Lord. <laughs> please help Ox not to find us so annoying. Now, my husband would probably say. Agree with Ox. That was me. <laughs> And Ox, he would probably say, um, kudos to you. That was, that was a good call. Well, thanks for humbling us a little bit. Hey, Ox. everybody's got their own opinion. So they do. We'll let them have it. All right, listen, I will see you next time. All right. All right, bye-bye. bye-bye.